Yeah. Yeah, come on. Bing, ba-dum, bum. Ding, ba-dum, ding. It's hot in here. It's 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 not lit properly in here. It's cold. You know, it's hot. listen, Laura, you are thing. literally the only person who is it's ever cold so in here, ever. Cold. No, it's not. I, I'm in a t-shirt. I'm sweating. Yeah. I have joint problems, people. It you, hurts. You got joint problems? I'm gonna call you. You should have some chondroitin. Yeah, get some of that. It's a supplement. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Supplement stuff. I yeah. have those. You know, it's supplemental, if yeah. you will. It, yeah, it's warm. It you've, was a little warm in here. You turned off the lights in here because well, you don't like the lights. Well, here's the thing. Today, yeah. we are exclusively audio today. Oh, no YouTube? Oh, wait, you're YouTube bringing thing? YouTube out? Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, now, all of a sudden, Josh is bringing out YouTube. Right, so the lights will be on. So the lights are so off right now. I can see again. Because I'm trying to set a, an ambiance in here. Yeah. I'm trying to set a scene, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make it feel sexy in here. Right. You know? Yeah, please don't do that. Well, I mean, look, it's just very, very bright. Now it's a little less bright. It's better like this. No, it's not. You don't think so? No. It's you like the light see. over your head? Yeah, there we go. Now oh, that's I can better. See. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, now get blasted no, right now in his leave eyes. this one. No, turn, keep the sun off. Yeah. Keep the sun off of me. Yeah. Yes, you can see me just no, fine. No, you can't. I'm, in fact, I'm There's even better looking with less light. Well, probably. That's you know? true. Better looking with less light. A little more black and white. Oh, there we you know go. What I'm saying? Much oh, better. my God, is that bright. Oh, so vey. much better. Seeing how you feel about the lights is how I feel about y'all turning up the AC to like yeah. I mean, turn it down. Yeah, why y'all picking on, on me and Laura, the queen? Seriously. You know, she's cold. She's always cold. Bright. She can put more clothes on. Come we on. can't take more clothes off. Put your clothes on. That's true. We can't take clothes off to get to. You know, make it warmer in here down. and turn down the lights. Come on. Come on, Laura. Turn out the lights. Didn't you turn just out complain the about the lights because they make it too hot, Cappy? No, too bright. Too bright. Okay. Yeah. His what about when you get like the sweat that beads up? Does that mean it's just too bright? Or no, is no, that... it's shininess oh, okay. because of my new moisturizer product. Yeah. Mm. been trying to explain this to you, baseball. I'm using a new moisturizer. Don't mm-hmm. judge. Makes me a little shinier. You know? Yeah. I find myself wiping my brow on occasion. Yeah. Not with moisture, just with brightness. Uh, speaking of brightness, yeah, nothing made me smile with open and and just have these open arms of thank God for content today. <laughs> then Sham Sharani and Chris Haynes reporting today that Kyrie Irving has allegedly reached out to LeBron about joining him, as Chris mentioned in Big D. You just used an interesting word. You just said the word allegedly. Yeah. So you said Kyrie Irving allegedly yeah, reaching out. I mean, out. according to their sources. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. LeBron do you, could deny it. I don't know. You, do you believe it? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I believe Kyrie would make such an overture. Sure, why not? Okay. I do agree with you. I believe Kyrie would do that. I believe that Kyrie believes mm-hmm. that he has enough clout to call LeBron and say, yo, my dog, listen, it hasn't really worked out in L.A., not as well as you thought. Come finish with me and Luca down in Dallas, and we'll carry your old ass to a title. I mean, that's kind of my interpretation. Yes, I agree, George. Kyrie would do this. But my question really is, did he do this? You don't believe he did? I don't know. 
Yeah, I believe it 100%. I believe that Shams, I don't think that Shams and, and Haynes are making this up independently of each other. They don't even work together. Make no mistake, my friend. Yeah. I am not accusing them of making this up. Yeah. I make stuff up. Yes, you do. Okay. These guys report stuff they're told. Correct. So you guys see the difference? Yes. These guys were probably told this yeah. by somebody. Yeah. Who was that somebody? Could have been him. Could it have been Kyrie himself? Perhaps. Uh, yo, Shams. What up, dog? It's Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, for reals, I just called LeBron and said, yo, man, come down here to Dallas so you can put that out there on Twitter for me. And that's what Shams does, right? Yeah. I mean, that if someone gives you that information and you're a newsbreaker, that's part of the deal. Yeah. Okay, right. You, you put it out there. Right. Yeah. But it's sources. So it could be Kyrie. Right. It, it could be someone in Kyrie's circle. Correct. Yeah. So, but if it's someone in Kyrie's circle, it's somebody that you know you have to trust if you're the reporter, which I'm assuming they are because they reported it. I'm just pointing out independently of each other. All I'm saying is you use the word allegedly. I like that you use allegedly because for me, well, I don't know. I can only say what they what they've said. Right. Like, I don't know what, I, and I don't, I haven't heard from LeBron yet. So that's why I've I've decided to while I believe that they got it from somebody credible and they re, hence why they reported it. Without having to heard LeBron's side of it, I'm not going to say it's definitive. But what we're talking about is the belief that Kyrie would do something like this, 100%, right? 100%, right. yes. Okay, I agree. Kyrie would do that. But let's just think about it from the receiving end. When LeBron gets that call, hey, LeBron, yeah. you come play with us. Not me, Kyrie, comes and plays with y'all. You come play with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. If you're LeBron, don't you just laugh at him? I mean, you probably just like entertain it for a second and just like not be rude and be like, all right, man, I don't know. Uh, I'll let you know. And just kind of like, you know. Yo, man, I'm like getting some new shoes with Bronny. So I gots to go. I mean, is that possible? I mean, perhaps whatever it is to get off the line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. LeBron would not take Kyrie seriously. I don't think LeBron... Okay, here's what I'll say. Let's just say I talked to someone today that would know this world pretty well. Hold on. I have to digest. Let's just say that you spoke to someone who knows this world pretty well today. Yes, earlier today. All right. And I asked this person... This person. What, like, what, what, what are the chances of something like this? Hey, person. And they were they just laughed. Like, it's not really... Not, not happening. Not, 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 no one's going to Dallas. So you spoke to someone <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> you say is close to the situation. Yes. And they're telling you yes. that Dallas is not reality. No. It's not even a consideration. Uh, I mean, I, again, now you're asking too many questions. They just told me it's not a reality. True or false that they, they laughed at the notion. It was, there was, there was, there was some laughter. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not snickering. No, no, it was, it was, it was laughter. This was LOL. Not LOL, like, ha, 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 guttural laugh. No, it was, it was a laugh. Okay. Was, yeah, like that. All right. Like that. All right. Like what you just did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any snorting? No snorting. Like, like where you're laughing so nope. much? And nope. You snort? No snorting. Okay. Yeah. Kyrie reaches out to LeBron to see if LeBron would come to Dallas. Man, is you out your damn mind? Are you talking to Kyrie now? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm yes. just curious. Yeah. I thought you were asking me that. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. a phrase I use oh. on occasion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, I, I don't see this. This is like a big nothing burger. Yeah. But it's great to talk about for mm -hmm. 
seven minutes? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, you say Kyrie Irving, whether it's him suggesting LeBron come to Dallas mm-hmm. or whether it's anybody suggesting that Kyrie join forces with LeBron in L.A., mm-hmm. it's a very uh, lightning rodish sort of a, of a topic. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, George, I have been on record as saying that I, and on occasion, there are times where Rob Palenka has asked if you've got something good to say or something, some strong suggestion, bring it to me. Yeah, he did say that to Mason in Ireland, right? He said, tell Cap, he's got good ideas, we're open, we're flexible. I like that management style. So, I have told Rob Palenka on occasion, Kyrie Irving, bad idea. Bad idea. Right. The, the, the locker room cancerous part outweighs the quality basketball player part you've you haven't actually said this to him like personally though you've said this on the air in like his direction i have said this on the air under the information that's been provided to me thus far which is that rob palenka listens every afternoon i don't think he actually listens every afternoon but i mean okay cool i was told from four o'clock till 4 45 right that's palenka time oh okay well, there, that's good to know. There's a full, like, 45-minute window. Right, where he's just got time. Palenka's locked in. Right, to you and me. Correct. Wants to know what we're going to be talking about, because he feels like if he gets the first 45 minutes, he has a good idea where we're going the rest of the show. But he also understands the trendsetters that we have become. Oh, I see. And therefore, that we not just have our finger on the pulse, mm-hmm. but rather actually influence mm-hmm. the pulse. Okay. Kyrie Irving, bad news. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some people who disagree vehemently. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. There's a guy who every day listens to this radio show yeah. as a podcast. Okay. He's about 14 to 18 hours behind. Right. He comments the next day. Correct. His name is Greg in PV. Yeah. On Twitter. Right. And he has told me in no uncertain terms that I'm a jerk for not wanting Kyrie. Uh, I don't know if he said that or not. I haven't paid much he is, close attention. I believe sent many personal insults and name calling. My <laughs> he direction, like you. That's my for direction, sure. <laughs> right? No, but he loves you. He does love he me. And the girls. He freaking adores you. And the girls loves them all. He loves the girls too. Hates my guts. Yeah, he loves everyone on the show, but you. Hates me. Yeah, I am like a thorn in this guy's side. Yeah, this guy. I don't know if he hates you. Put it this way: hate is a strong word. Did you see the tweet that he sent out where he had the dartboard and my face as no, the bullseye? I did not see that. That's what I do. I make stuff up. Yeah. See? That didn't happen. That is not real. Oh, okay. I made that up. See? Yeah. Sham Sharania... Could not make that up. ...had somebody tell him yeah. that Kyrie had the balls right. to call LeBron. Right. Give me a break. Give me a freaking break, man. Yeah, well, it's probably not happening. I would... I would oh, vent- probably. I mean... Wait, no, you mean that there's a possibility? No, there's not happening. It's... If I... I mean, I can't... I'm not an absolutist, as you know. I'm well aware. So I can't. Of your I have to at least leave a 0.1 percent <laughs> chance. Okay. Um, but I would say that I feel fairly strong <laughs> yeah. about my position that LeBron is not leaving the Lakers for the Dallas Mavericks. And this is because you spoke to somebody close to the situation who laughed out I loud. I spoke to someone that knows this world really well. Is what I would say. That's oh. how I would describe them. Oh, tell me how. I can't tell you, you jerky. But you know that when you tell me that you spoke to someone. I like to ask who, because yeah. on occasion you might just slip up and go, oh, guess who I was talking to? When has that ever happened? It hasn't happened yet. Right. But it might. It never will. It may. Never. You, you may be in you a moment to of have weakness. Put, you will have had to have given me um, 
magic mushrooms to okay. maybe perhaps have that happen. Okay, maybe yeah. I'll give those to you. Yeah, psilocybin. Do you, does your boy down in Torrance have those? No, I don't believe they're legal yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you should, uh, my boy's ready to be your boy. Yeah. I may go see him my tomorrow. My guy, Chris. Yeah, I may go see him tomorrow. At the uh, Green Cross of Torrance. Check him out. Yeah. See what his deal is. All right. Coming up next, maybe Denver. The Nuggets may need to partake in some, uh, some of that just to, uh, you know, get over yesterday's loss. What happened? 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Well, Laura is indicating to you and I, George. I freaked out because I thought you were going to break. I was like, Wait. he was going to break. Well, he yeah, was going to break. This is when we would normally break. I it. know, but it I'm is. just teasing the next segment. Right. Like right. this segment that we're doing because we're bre- we're not we're not breaking. We're going straight through. Okay, right. Sorry, I just yeah. freaked out. Yeah. A she bit freaked break. out a little yeah. bit, man. Yeah, yeah. I, it's okay. I saw. I thought maybe I cursed or something. I was no. like, did I curse? No, you didn't curse. This reminds me of something when I first started working with George years ago. He was like chilling in the kitchen, and the opening was happening. And uh, he comes in and he's talking to somebody in the studio and like just doing his own thing. And I bang on the th- on the window. I don't know if you remember that to get your attention. I'm like, you're going on. And you turn on the mic. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had never worked with him. So I'm like, dude, you're going to go on in like two seconds. Yeah, Anyways, I don't, I, you know, it's fine. I don't need to hear the open. I know what, what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, he comes in and, you know, the whole open's playing. I'm going, hello, let's go. Sit down. Let's go. Come on. I know and what he's, we're in, talk he's about. under total peace. You know, just total calm. I know what we're talking about. I know what we're talking the about. The Nuggets too. were not total calm. So let's talk about that for a second. All right. You still think the altitude's a problem? All right. Time out. I'm calling it. I'm. This is twenty a, or a full. This, this is a full timeout. Oh, okay. okay. This is a full okay. timeout. Okay. When you receive text messages, yeah, on a Sunday night, yeah, from your radio brother yeah that is purely bragging to you well i didn't brag i well i just wrote one no, thing no, right right and what it says is what well, it says is hold on i'll go back and find it all for, right. for posterity but go, go ahead. ahead yeah go ahead tell us what you wrote hold on i'll find it give me a second all right yeah. i'll tell you what he wrote he said well some, you tell me what you think i wrote <laughs> and i'll tell you what i actually wrote he wrote something like at, at the end of the game after miami won he wrote something like oh the altitude's still a problem Actually, no, that's not what I said. What'd you say? I literally wrote, got ourselves a series despite the altitude. Yeah, and despite the altitude (laughs) is even more of a dig. (laughs) Despite the altitude is even more of a, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? It's a different tone than what you did. What did I do? What did you just say? You said something like, you were more aggressive. Mine was just more snark and right. just let it be. Total snark. Yours, yeah. your mine is kind of like throwing a big pile of mud at you. Right. Yours is kind of like having a needle behind my back and yeah. just poking me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I said, got ourselves a series despite the altitude. Okay. The altitude. Look, um, I went back and, and looked today at the Nuggets uh, home record. I want to say they were like 34 and seven. They hadn't home. lost at home since March. And, right. And they hadn't lost in the playoffs at all. Right. Of the seven losses Denver had at home this year, mm-hmm. three of them 
were to teams from the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. So they lost to the uh, they lost to New Jersey. They lost to excuse me Brooklyn. They lost to the Knicks, and they lost. I want to say to the Chicago Bulls. I think I think that's who. No, no, excuse me, Detroit Pistons. So they lost seven times at home and three times Eastern Conference teams went in and beat them. Right. My point was about the altitude was the same from the Lakers as it was to the Heat. The first half of the first game, you have no idea what's about to happen. And it might be too late to catch up as it was for both the Heat and the Lakers in game one. Game two, I give the Heat a ton of credit. I mean, when you're down big and you're on the road like that, to come back and win, that's what the Heat are. All heart. That's what they are. It's not surprising anybody. They're also really good. Oh, they're good. Yeah. I mean, and when you have a guy go 0 for 10 in game one and then come back Hit and the score. the first three out of the first four threes. Right. Yeah. That, that helps. And then when you have a guy in the fourth quarter make major impact who really didn't have that much in the first game, I mean, these are these are winning plays by players that are playing team ball. So I always like to talk. I mean, it's, it just annoys me, this whole superstar-driven stuff. Because well, team you ball, should love the Heat because I do. they're like a football team. I I They're do. built like an NFL team. I They've love, got a couple of guys that are the centerpieces, and everyone else is a role player. I love the Heat because you put out something earlier today, and believe it or not, George, I'll have you know, mm-hmm. I took the time to watch what you put out. You put it on Twitter. You put it on Instagram. Apparently, you must have done something for SportsCenter at some time explaining or trying to explain what heat culture oh, is. Yeah. That's a very popular question now. Can you explain heat culture? Tell me what heat culture is. Somebody tell me this this heat culture I hear of. What is this? So, yeah, SportsCenter asked me last week to do one of those like essays and then give them some ideas on like the video for what how to explain heat culture. Wait, this is hey new, there. fresh this I'm year. I'm George Sedano. This is brand new content. Yeah, I just recorded it on Friday. Unbelievable. Yeah. Little did I know. Hey there. yeah. There's one part of it where Pat Riley mm-hmm. explains what the Heat will be when he gets to the Heat as an organization in 1995. He explains to everybody, here's who the Heat will be, and he goes through a list of words. He says it's the hardest working, best conditioned, most professional, unselfish, toughest, nastiest team in the league. Bang. Bang. See, you got to love an old school team because most players can't do that. But certain players who are handpicked can. So, yes, I love the Heat because I love that philosophy. Old school, George. Old school with an S-K-O-O-L. Yeah. And look, I just think that, you know, when I've been trying to tell you when you were like all over Denver. um, Still all over Denver. It's fine. Um, when the series started, I just said they've proven through three series they're tougher than the other teams. And while Denver is more talented, so was Milwaukee, so was Boston, not the Knicks, but whatever, the other two were. Um, And yeah, their toughness and their ability to shoot, which I know everyone, it's funny because I've done a lot of these podcasts lately. Mm -hmm. I've been like on a bunch of like people have been. Hey there, I'm George Sedano. Not that podcast. Um, I've seen you on a bunch of podcasts. I I did Rosillo's last week. Yeah. When Uh, is Rosillo, I mean, going to have a half an ounce of class, this kid, and call me and say, Kaplan, you should be on the podcast because... You did tell me the Lakers were going to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, you did do that. When when you then and said, we both kind of laughed at you a little yeah, bit. And when you said to me, "Well, what's your reasoning, smart guy?" And you said, "I'm just being a homer." Right. Come on, Rosillo. <laughs> come on, Rosillo. Do you want me to ask Ryan if you come on the podcast? I mean, if he needs an analyst, someone yeah. who clearly knows what he's talking about, right. I'm your guy. Are you a trained eye or an untrained eye? I'm a very trained eye. Okay, we'll get to that in a bit. All right. But the um, 
the reality is this. Across multiple verticals, by the way. Yeah. A trained eye. Okay, good. So, yeah, I mean, every time I go on one of these podcasts, everyone's like, what is happening here? Like, how are they doing? And I'm like, everyone's like, they were the 27th best shooting team in the league this year. And I'm like, yeah, but they were number one with the same roster the previous year. And they had the fourth most turnover as far as injuries this season. So they had no continuity for this particular season. But this group has been together for a while. The core of this group a good chunk of it was in the bubble playing as the Lakers in the finals. They've been to the, at least the Eastern conference finals in three of the last four years. They have some continuity. The regular season, unfortunately was a weird deal for them where they just couldn't get anybody like on the, on the court together. So they're here. But the one thing I have uh, besides that, like I, I've kind of dismissed from people like, Hey, they are a good shooting team because they've been that. And now once it's been two months, like, you can't say that it's fluky anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they've been doing this for two straight months. This isn't the NCAA tournament where it happens for six games over two weeks. No, that, that, but that's what makes these finals interesting if you don't have a team in the finals. Like, if you're a Laker fan and the Laker season came to an end... Well, if you're a Laker fan, you should be rooting for the Heat simply because two things. Um, a, Denver beat you, mm-hmm. and B, Pat Riley. But let's just assume for a moment that as a Laker fan, the Lakers got eliminated and you went, eh... Uh, I'm not. I mean, I know it's going on, and I'm gonna watch a little, but I, I'm not as invested as I was when I was, you know, when I had the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. I'm not nearly as emotionally invested, right? Mm-hmm. But really, what makes this series interesting as a pure sports fan, not as a Nuggets fan or as a Heat fan, is it really just is one team is considered more talented, and their time has come. The other team is considered to be all heart. All effort. Underdog. And total underdogs. So it's a real great... Uh, Storytelling. If you if you yeah. like this kind of story, yeah, it's which the, I do. It's like David versus Goliath. I mean, it is in some ways. On yeah. the other I hand... I mean, Goliath. Jokic is kind of Goliath. But on the other hand... Especially see, this year. But, but here's the other part of it. Organizationally speaking, and this is the point you make in your piece. Okay, by the way, nice piece. Well, thank you. The, the point is that in 1995... When Pat Riley got to the Heat, that was an organization and a city that was looking for leadership and direction. The team had only been eight years old at that point. Right. And 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 was already getting ready to move from their first arena to their next arena, believe it or not, like right, right away. Yeah. And Riley installed a culture, and I know that's the, the key word the now, buzzword. culture, yeah. you know. He installed something that organizationally they follow through generations, and th- no matter how players have changed... Riley's still coaching like he's coaching Showtime. Right. And and also what I would say is if you look at their organization, there's a lot of lifers there. There Pat, Pat Riley's been there 27 years and there's a lot of people that have been there with him for 27 years. And I just said Riley is and, coaching. By the way, including Eric Spolster. Well, that's my point. <laughs> I just said he, Riley is coaching like it's Showtime, but when I say coaching, I mean he's upstairs pulling the strings because he cultivated Spolstra. He took a kid who was working in the film room and has turned him into one of the best coaches of the of the generation. It's like a Bill Parcells, not comparing apples to apples, but it's like Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, look, it's just it's an amazing story. That's why these NBA finals, if you're if you're turn if you're tuned out because you're like, yo, Lakers lost, I'm out, done, blah blah. It's been yesterday was a great game. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really great game. Um, and the other part of them, though, that I think is fascinating is they've played in, I want to say, 60 
66 or 67 clutch games is what we call it. Hmm. Games only you guys call it that. We the rest of us don't. As it no, we as in you. You're part oh, of we. Okay, I didn't know I was part of we. I felt like a little excluded for a no, second. No, no, you're, it's inclusive. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and it's basically games that get to the last five minutes and are within five points in those last five minutes at some point. They've won forty four of those games this year, 66%, including the playoffs. Huh? Yeah, like that's insane. See like, how fast they did the math. Yeah, that's an insane number. Like, that's not a small number of wins. Now, granted, there's still 20-some-odd heartbreaks in there, right? So it's what they've been talking about all year where it's like, hey, man, the regular season was weird. It was wonky. We were hurt. No excuses. But it molded us into what we are right now. And now we're feeling like the team we've always thought we could be. And here we are now. And we're kind of proven to you by beating every one of the teams that everyone said was better than yeah. them. You know? We've done that so far. And I think I know I thought Denver would win last night. And and I think Denver thought they were going to win last night. And here's the thing. And I, I, now we do have to break. So on the other side, I want to get to two things. Michael Malone mm-hmm. is playing with fire. And I'll tell you why on the other side. Plus, speaking of coaches, mm. Eric Spolster and Momo. Dude. Holy now, moly. Now this is, this is fireworks. I have. You said playing with fire. This is fireworks. I have insight to this to this this uh back and forth let's call it all right this public feud if you will i don't know if i'd go that i far. would go far yeah Thur. i would reel it back in. i don't know man this yeah. is bad no it's not you should reel it back in i'll tell you why next the rhythm and the rhyme you know it took me forever to start calling him mark Wahlberg. You were just always calling him Marky Mark? Even after he was long established as a great actor yeah. and a great business guy and yeah. everything else, I still referred to him as Marky Mark. Now, if you would have had him on the show, would you have referred to him as Marky Mark or I, Mark Wahlberg? I would have I would have probably have had like had it written down in front of me, Mark so Wahlberg. So you wouldn't screw so that I, up. Right. Yeah. 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 Not insult him. Right. Well, I don't know. Would Marky Mark be an insult? I don't know. I remember that being a thing with him where at one point he like told people to stop calling him that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so that probably would have been where you stepped in it. Yeah. Don't you remember? Mm, no. Yeah. I mean, you'd be the type of person that would step in it. I'd be like, hey, man, that's an homage to the yeah. dude that, that I, I grew up loving, Marky Mark. That's because you're an untrained eye. No, no, no. No, no, sir. Yeah. So uh, this phrase, untrained eye, yeah. that Eric Spolstra broke out on our colleague and friend, Ramona, Ramona Shelburne. Yeah. I mean, this was like a very tough moment for me. I mean, these are two people I admire a ton. You know what I mean? I got to imagine. I'm very close with. I got to imagine this is a tough spot for you. Uh, it's not, actually. No, I got to imagine you're caught right in the middle of this whole thing. I not think, at all. I actually. think you are. I think on one yeah, hand, no. you have the coach that you revere. Yeah. And on the who, other- Who has been very good to me in my career. Okay. And yeah. on the other hand- I have my friend. You have a very close friend. Yeah. Someone you work with. Right. You respect. Who I spoke to just earlier today. Okay. You yeah. see? Yeah. So, so look- yeah. You're you George Sedano. Yeah. You are the middleman. Now, I can I just just give you just not bury the lead here? Eh. You're not going to let me build the drama? I mean, go ahead, feel free. This is a bad situation. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so stupid. No, it's true. You're so stupid. No, dude, it's bad. It's so bad? It is really what, really why bad. Is it bad. It's bad because here's the thing. Yeah. Listen, Ramona didn't come up on her own with, "Hey, uh, coach. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people have had this conversation. Why don't we play it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, we have oh, the you audio. Don't, you don't want my dramatic yeah. interpretation? Do you want me to bury, not bury the lead, or do you want me to bury the lead at the moment? Now, go ahead. Give us the Please lead. Please don't. Just, we'll just play it. All right, play the sound. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll give you the lead after we play the sound. I'm sure everyone's either seen it or heard about it by now, but go ahead. 
Final question on the left. Hey, Coach. Ramona Shelburne, ESPN. Uh, this is probably oversimplifying things, but sometimes when, when teams play against Jokic, you, you turn him into a scorer, you turn him into a passer, and he controls the game. You, he only had four assists tonight. Yeah, that, that, that's ridiculous. You know, it's just... That's the untrained eye that, that says something like that. Mm. This guy's an incredible player. You know, twice in two seasons, he's been the best player on this planet. You can't just say... Oh, make him a score. <laughs> That's not how they play. They they have so many different actions that just get you compromised. Uh, we have to focus on what we do. Um, you know, we try to do things the hard way, um, and he requires you to do many things the hard way. Uh, man, we he has our full respect. Okay, thank you. Mm. All right, so, not cool. Do you want? Well, I, here's what I would say. Mm. I would say that. It was unnecessary. And what I would also tell you now that I won't bury the lead is they're good. Yeah, I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? I spoke to Ramona. I haven't spoken to Spolstra yet. <laughs> you haven't spoken to Ramona either. No, I haven't. No, I have not. <laughs> they're good. I don't believe that. Here's what else I would say. I don't believe that for a Ramona second. Ramona is a grown-ass adult mm-hmm. who has been at these press conferences and interviewing players and coaches after games for 20-something years now. Mm-hmm. Okay? And? <laughs> so and? She knows, she understands this is part of the deal sometimes. Nah, it was a jerk move. It was unnecessary. It was a jerk move by Spolstra. Why? Because I'm a jerk to you and say you have an untrained eye? No, because he looked at her as if to say, you know... Okay, how about this? Yeah. You love interpretation. Okay. How about this as interpretation? All right, let me hear it. Lay it on me. Because I heard Kareem say the exact same thing. With, oh, I, I didn't hear Kareem say this. With, what, what Michael, with Michael and John. You said the same thing I said? No. What, I haven't said anything what yet. What I'm about to say. Oh, okay. Right. Which is, if I'm Eric, mm-hmm. I'm hearing that and saying like, are, are you making it seem like we're conceding to him? Like, that's preposterous. He's the MVP. Why would we concede anything to him? Did you watch us, like, defend him? Like, I could see where in his mind, that's where that goes immediately. But I... Ramona is not the first person that I've heard say, hey, right, look. But he's that's the first person he's heard say that. Oh, come on. But but regardless. Wait, you, hon- wait, you honestly believe? Yeah, go ahead. Like, I'm telling you something that what? these coaches. Yeah. And football's the same way. Yeah. They don't listen to the nonsense. Like, the, didn't you hear LeBron when he was asked about going into the playoffs with a, like a young group outside of him and AD or guys who don't have a ton of experience and he's like do you have any advice for them and he's like yeah don't watch TV get off social media watch a show or something you don't like that's what a lot of these people do they're not listening to me and you you I know don't, of course you know I don't babble believe that. on the air you know they're I don't not believe watching that. Stephen A and Perk and JJ Redick yell and scream at each other mm. they're not they're not even even when they're watching the game back they're yeah. watching film they're not watching the audio they're not listening to the audio so, like, they don't know what anybody is saying. These guys are hunkered down in a godforsaken cave. All right. Fine by me. I don't really care that much. Meaning that even if he'd never heard this philosophy before. Ramo- How would he have heard it? They just, it, that's the, the first game it's happened with them. Did I not just say I'm happy to, to just go ahead with what you're saying? So just work with me here for a second. All right. All right? We'll speed all right? it up there, Skippy. Here's the thing. If he'd never heard it, that's fine. But what Ramona is saying is not some grand original thought that Ramona had. In Wait, other now words, you're saying Ramona's unoriginal? I'm saying that I heard a lot of people who had a very similar who concept. Who are these people? Now, wait a second here. Who are these people? 
You tell me who told you earlier today that's close to the situation that Kyrie. <laughs> no, no, I want to know. You tell me. You want me to reveal a source. And I'm, I'm I, asking you. And I who have else a source. You heard and and I have a source. Those aren't sources. No, 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 this is a source. Cap, you said you don't these do are my sources. sources. No, these are my sources. Well, you don't really? do these sources. are Cappy sources. Wait, you yeah. just said that everyone has heard. Everyone, not just you. You said everyone yeah, has heard other people they, say this. Yes, I, I've who are, heard. Who are those people that everyone has heard? That's not something you don't need to not when reveal. You, when you reveal your sources, I'll reveal oh, my sources okay here's what i'm saying this is not the only analyst journalist whatever to think a smart move would be to not let Jokic be this which is a triple double machine distributing the ball scoring rebounding if you could try and create two dimensions rather than three you might have a chance of winning even if he has a big scoring performance that's what happened last night he had a lot of points, 40-plus, but he also only had four assists. So what Ramona was trying to say to Eric was, hey, coach, um, ideally, if you can make him two-dimensional rather than three, that would be a good way to try and win the game. But the way he heard it was such that he took it like, you really don't know basketball. He, he actually looked at her like, I know you played softball at Stanford. Okay, now now you're now you're you're saying that based on zero knowing who he is, no. not knowing him at all, right? And you're just completely just gas bagging. I'm this giving now. you my interpretation, right? You're just making stuff up. But like you're you making said you were stuff doing up. Earlier. I literally right. just told you they're right. good. I started the conversation by saying they're good. Yeah, that's is that where it ends? But now, but see, this is where what pisses me off Why? about you is that you're you're uh, you're assigning traits to people that you don't know. George, I'm watching this play out like everybody right. else. And what I would tell you is Ramona Shelburne, who was the person who asked a good question, it elicited a good response, mm-hmm. is fine with the interaction. I'm giving you my interpretation of why he said what he said saying, to her. No, what are you saying? What are you alluding to? That he's saying to her, you don't really know basketball. No. And what, it's rude. What he's saying is, what he said was unnecessary. We're in agreement there. You, you can even say rude. Feel free. Thank you. It this, was rude. This is why we ended up where we ended up with Dave McMenamin. Why is that? Because of this trait of yours. You're, you you're have, doing Gabby. this thing where you're you're basically saying that he's calling, like, go, I don't even want to go down the path again. That because he's like it's questioning ridiculous. her credibility or right, something. Right. Which is not You don't what think that's what he was doing? No. no. He's not questioning her credibility. He's telling her the question. He's what. You love interpretation? Mm-hmm. His interpretation as a coach is, are you saying that like we're conceding to him? This is absurd. This guy's one of the best players on the planet. I don't think she was trying to say, are you conceding this but to him? But that's how he interpreted Mr. Interpretation. So then why are you getting crazy that I have an interpretation? Why is it that I'm not right, entitled to you, an interpretation? Because you know di- Spolstra, and you spoke to no, Ramona, dif- so I can't have my own interpretation? Because you don't know him. So and I know both what? people. You don't Did know you him. speak to Spolstra? Maybe I did. Did you? I did not. Oh. But I spoke to Ramona. Can you call him? Can no. you FaceTime him? No. Please FaceTime him. No. Would you please? You are reckless. Wait a second. You're reckless. Wait a second. I'm going to get what? My my career is going to end at because you are so reckless. I will not allow that to happen. <laughs> will not allow that to happen. Reckless. Will not allow it. So here's what oh, I'm going to do. Poor George. Here's what I'm going to do. You know how you always start things off because with? Because the stupid things you say stick to me. These are very smart things I say. Dumb. Very smart. Stupid. Very, very intelligent. Idiotic. Very brilliant. Moronic. Ba-freaking-brilliant. 
let's put a let's put a, a odds on right now. Who has a heart attack on the air first, me or Shidano? Now, I will tell you, I take cholesterol medication and blood pressure medication. You are more likely to give him a heart attack because of your reckless speculation, Cappy. Mm -hmm. How come I can't have reckless speculation? Why am I not allowed? Well, because I feel like as the NBA outsider, your speculation is not as well informed as George's. And I think that George also likes to preface things with like, now I'm just speculating. I don't actually know. And then he also drops nuggets when he's alluding to the fact that like he does know because he did talk to somebody because he has a real source. You don't actually have sources. You just pretend you do and make stuff up. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not terrible analysis. (laughs) And again, that's why we ended up in the boat that we did with Dave McMenamin. Who's going to join us today at 515? Hey, don't screw it up. Hey, I wrote him back in. I mean, I will say, don't screw this up with him. You must have done something to like, you know, fix things, repair things, because he reached out to me. He did reach out this morning. He texted me first and said, hey, I don't know if you guys have a show today, but if you do and you want to talk about this Kyrie stuff. I'm happy to come on with you guys, which like, it's kind of a big deal. This is not a, hey, will you come on with us? Right. This is a, hey, will you guys have me? Yeah, he texted me. Wow. He reached out to me. You hear Almost that? to say, like, I kind of feel bad that I turned you down last time because at that point I was mad at Cap, but since he called me and apologized, that maybe we're in a better place now. So don't, don't screw it up. I don't know that I apologized. I feel like we discussed our interpretations. Let it go, Cap. Just yeah. Oh. yeah just well, you know. <laughs> Keep on that wave. From now on, going forward, to save George's career, from now on, I preface all of my reckless speculation with what I'm about to say is reckless speculation. You should. What do you think of that? And, and furthermore... I mean, hell, at least that would be good. And furthermore, not only am I going to give a reckless speculation disclaimer... I'm going to make a t-shirt that says reckless speculation. You know, we should have one of those disclaimers that's like, the commercial that you are about to hear is not endorsed by the blah, 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 blah. The opinions of Cappy on the Sedano and Cap show are not endorsed by Sedano, Lindsay Baseball, Unique, or anybody at ESPN. Like something like that. That's great. That's perfect. We'll play that every time. My own. Hmm. Yeah, you got to put that on your, yeah, your Twitter I, I bio. Have that on my Twitter bio. My opinions are I think are it's so own. funny when people have that on their Twitter bio. You need to put that on yours, Cap. You should. Right. My opinions are my own, not endorsed by George Sedano. I know. Anything he says <laughs> does not stick to me. George needs to make that clear. You okay now? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just letting you guys resolve your whatever issues you guys have. <laughs> but you are reckless. I'm giving you how I envision things. That's right, the way my mind it, works. You're, you're just making it seem more extra than it needs to be. I was offended. To use I was Laura's offended word. on behalf of Ramona. Offended? She was not offended. I was. Right. So you should be offended for someone who's not offended? I was offended on behalf of Ramona Shelburne. Right. Even though she wasn't offended. Right. On her own behalf. I mean, geez. You're a piece of work. <laughs> You're a piece of work. <laughs> anyway, long story short, they're good. <sighs> and ultimately, it was a good question. And he clearly heard it the wrong way. This is why, by the way, George Sedano, this is why on Saturday night at Commerce Casino, Mandy's Deuce, this is why you're going to win host of the year. I'll go bleep yourself. No, it's true. Bleep off. You are. As they like to say on succession. You are going to... By the way, where are you in succession? Season two. Where? Season season two, episode what? 
I'm on season two, episode 10. Catch me. I will. No. Very soon. No, no. I'm, I'm keeping ahead of you. Episode 10, buddy. Okay. Episode 10. Where are you at? Okay. Cards on the table. Episode one. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a season in front of you. Wait till I catch you. No chance. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when I finish the whole series before you. Because it's, I mean, listen, if you were betting on who would finish this series first, who would you bet on? You. Okay, but wait. Yeah. The only thing is, what if he finishes the series before I finish episode 10 of season two? Oh, that's more, that's very likely too. That's on the board. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Does Rachel like the series, Cap? I'm watching it independent. Okay, so that's then yes, George is going to finish it first. No, sure. I'm I'm watching it solo. I know that's what I'm saying. He's going to finish it first because if Rachel doesn't like it, then it's something that the two of you do not do together. We don't which do it is together. Not very often that the two of you aren't together. Right. So, I mean, it's that, and then Cap just doesn't finish stuff. So yeah, that's right. I start a lot of stuff. Don't finish. Rachel's probably like, why are you watching this show? And then puts on what she wants to watch. You know, HGTV or whatever it is. No, and she doesn't watch HGTV. Okay, well, whatever it is that she watches. I don't really know. She doesn't watch much. Okay. Exactly. She did say she's going back to uh, the fabulous Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Mazel? Maisel? I don't no, know. it is Maisel. It is? <laughs> <laughs> we got to go to break. All right, let's go. How did we screw up the breaks it's already? It's your fault. 100% your fault. God, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> oh, Mariah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at the circle of trust. You guys are very, very engaged today. That's what the point of the show is. And the point of the circle of trust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am reading what is going on in here. Uh, here's a guy uh, who says, Cap is the most annoying radio host. I beg you, please fire this guy. <laughs> Worst radio host of all time. Guy is clueless. I just like that tweet. Thank you, sir. Oh, that's funny. Uh, David K. Jorge's blood pressure right now. <laughs> He's got it like off the charts. <laughs> uh, don't screw it. up the McMiniman thing. Seriously. He texts Lindsay. I hope he don't screw it up. Oh, for the love. Seriously. I hope you guys are like, I hope you guys got my back in this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? No, we don't know what you're saying. Oh, you don't? Well, it's just something I picked up from Gary Payton a couple months ago. Yeah. Is that phrase, you know what I'm saying? I haven't used it in a really long time. Right. But then the glove used it a bunch. Did you, you get a sunburn this weekend? Yeah, it looks good, huh? In all the clouds, I got all the it sun. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. All the sun mm. from the clouds this weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it looks all right. This new moisturizer. It's very shiny. Why do you keep talking about this new moisturizer? It's like you want you want us you to have, talk about like, it. You have like moisturizer? Well, Rachel got me for Christmas like this this moisturizer product, you know? And it's kind of like uh I don't know, it's something fancier than I would buy cuz I would like take brand? lotion. What brand is it? Yeah. That's from like one of these uh, stores, like a makeup store. Right. But what like brand a Mercury is it? something or other. Mm, Mercury. Uh, I don't know. Is that the name of something? Like Sephora, Ulta. Like Clinique. Clin- yeah, I don't like know. Clinique or I don't know. I'll, I'll figure Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder is a known one. I don't know. These are things I don't know. Like, Wait. do you guys know Jurgens? Yeah. But like, yes. Are you guys familiar That's, with yeah, Jurgens? Like yes, Walgreens. They make like uh, lotion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would take Jurgens hand lotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just God, rub no. it on my face. Are you serious? Well, because I don't care. I'm a guy. No. Yeah, but that doesn't go on your face. That has a lot of like chemicals in well, it. Well, I'm just it? saying. So very, she got it, me. It clogs up your pores. Well, yeah. So it's she actually, got my um, dermatologist told me that as long as you have moisturizer on, it doesn't really matter what kind, and that the expensive ones, it's kind of like all a big scam. And um. proof, proof is my brother. He's never washed his face with anything other than hand soap and used regular 
I just use whatever the uh, the the soap, the just whatever the facial soap. That's all I've ever. And by the way, that's just like in the shower. Never have put moisturizer on. I mean, if I have like a sunburn, I'll put like aloe or moisturizer. But oh, I just put this on my face every day because yeah. I figure like every day. Yeah, and you have all those wrinkles still. Well, that's just it. Is that's oh, why I do man. it. I know. Listen, look. This is all because of the Spolstra argument. Just, he has wrinkles too. You see okay. his bags under his eyes. I mean, eyes? my God, looks horrible, doesn't it? It looks worse than yours. I'm, oh my God! Now, now he's taking down Spolstra. Yeah. You are in a mood today, buddy. Just being honest. I don't think he looked like that like a week ago, though. It's just being an honesty broker. He just wow. Like Somebody here needs to be. Days. Wow. Yeah. TBH. Yeah. Damn. So anyway, I don't know what it's called. It's some mercury thing, blue mercury, mercury. Well, you're some- not sponsoring it. That's why you don't know. No, I'm not hooking you up. Correct. So See, somebody paid for this. Mm-hmm. If it was free, I'd probably know their name. Yeah. But anyway, take this lotion, George, and I put it on little dry spots on my skin, you know, like where my eyebrows should be, but there really aren't. You Fresh know, is really good. You know? Yeah, because you only have like half eyebrows. Right. Right. And so I take the lotion. I put it on my you face. You want to borrow some of mine? Those are good looking eyebrows. I, I mean, mean I acknowledge thick. them. I, I acknowledge I, that. I can give you some. I'd like to really. Can we do a transplant? I don't know. An I mean, eyebrow transplant? You can actually. Chrissy Teigen just did that. Oh, is did that she right? Really? She did it with hair from the back of her head, and they they transplanted eyebrows. I have, on I have her. an eyebrow. Donor. Are you sure it's called mercury? Because the only thing I can find out when I put mercury moisturizer into Google is mercury poisoning linked to skin products. Maybe that's say. what this is. <laughs> I was gonna say mercury's not something you want like isn't in your body there, anywhere. Isn't there some kind of like makeup? Is it, store? Oh, bluemercury.com. Blue mercury. That's what I'm saying. Okay, there. There we go. Now never we heard go. of it? No, nope, never heard of then it. Then it's got to be garbage. Come on, of course. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm very in tune I, to the beauty community, just w- saying. When I go, you are, it's are, the yeah. first sponsored thing on Google, which is never a good no, thing. No, not yeah. good? No, no. Aren't they a like retail a location? Scam. Isn't Blue Mercury like a retail yeah, store? It's like uh, Amway or something. It's like probably. on Facebook when like, oh, your friend from really? high school messages you. Do you buy the stuff on Instagram too? <laughs> no, I didn't buy it. Rachel bought it. Along with the Does she buy it on Instagram? I don't know. Wait, so you guys have never heard of this store? No. No. Hmm. I mean, I, it's, it might be like, if she gets a, like a, is it a bougie one? Because I just go to Sephora, bro. Let's see how much it costs. Hold on. Yeah, I go to Sephora. I, I get really, like really high-end skincare, and I've never heard of it, Cappy. I'll like even text Nordstrom. my sister. So there, there, How many stores are there in the country? SkinCeuticals is, a, uh, is one little thing they got, another one moisturizer, 150 bucks. No, that's not that they, bad. They got a little tincture called Hydrating B5 Gel. Could probably use that. $90. Because Normstrom, like, you get up for that price so it's not that bad i don't know i don't know what any of that stuff costs. i mean i'm looking here at locations in the la area i mean there's there's tons of these places Blue they got Mercury. m61 vitablast which is a vitablast c 20 percent cream might be like a boutique thing i don't know i mean it's, here we are santa monica sherman oaks studio yeah. city san vicente boulevard it's a boutique for um, sure. it has to be. i mean no they've got a bit it's no? a big chain oh, mm-hmm. but i would say that it's probably one of the places where like you need to get it um you need to buy it at what like the stores also like offer facials and stuff like that like skincare. I don't know. I've never been in one of these stores. Yeah. I just use their product. And it makes my face very shiny. You know? Are you trying to But I think my face is moisturized. It's moist. Was like tr- maybe this was your plan. Now we talk about it and now you're like, "Hey, listen." Right. Oh, there's no over. doubt. There's no doubt that somebody right now yeah. <laughs> Like, One of our marketing consultants is like, yo, this blue market, I never heard of these By the guys, way, so. Sam Kim from La Mirada. What's up, Sam? Shout out. Tweets, and I quote tweeted this to everyone, not just the circle of let trust. Let me hear, let me hear. It says, how do they go from Spolster's comments to moisturizing, at Sedano, at Scott Kaplan, <laughs> to which I responded, that's why the radio show is great. <laughs> How do they go from Spolstra and, uh, you know, the reckless speculation about what Spolstra was really, really saying to Ramona 
into moisturizing products for men. How do they do it? And this Bobby Alvarez, I'm ready to send him to hell in a second. Why? What happened? Lindsay and Laura are really starting to get on my nerves. They're so afraid of George. They always run to his side. Pathetic. Oh, come on. First of all, that is not true. Come on. I've been on Kelly's side a lot. That's true. Recently, you have been on his side way more. Because she's finally getting it. It's like Team Cap. This Bobby Alvarez, he says, George Sedano is a real piece of work. He's a know-it-all. Most of us are not NBA insiders. This guy acts like he's all high and mighty. Come on, George. Respects people's opinions instead of acting like a big baby. Yeah. Bobby Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care that you got a circle in your name in the Twitter handle now. You, you go to hell! Wait a second. That doesn't mean he's kicked out of the circle, does it? He's one no, step away. Don't do it, George. One step don't, away. You see, this is the problem. This is the problem Cuban now. Cuban dictator. We have a dictator. That's exactly Cuban right. Cuban dictator. That's exactly right. It's in my blood. This guy's a dictator. It's in my blood. I just want to say, someone really smart once told me, you don't realize how powerful George Sedano is. Who told you that? Not going to say it. Not me. One of my sources. It was not George. This guy is a freaking... Know. Dictator. Bobby Alvarez. Dictator. You're one step away, Bobby Alvarez. Who gives a circle? The, the Is it Crypto Ray? I think I everybody mean, I think just, just puts it in, just their puts it in their profile themselves. So, Alvarez, you're one step away, Alvarez. Alvarez, don't take that, bro. You're one step away, Alvarez. Don't do it, bro. Don't you, don't make me put the block button. Oh, you see, that's wrong. There has to be a full-blown committee. There, there, there has huh. to be a task force. I don't care that people don't like me. I mean, whatever. Like, what do you mean they yeah, don't I like you? They care. love you. I, I actually really no. they adore both I of you. I actually prefer that they, they don't like they you. They love all no. three of you. Guess no, that's what? not they, you, they're sir. Listening. They're you are about right? to win host of the year. No, I prefer no. that they don't like you. You are about to win host I'm of the year. Listen, that, I am seriously. I am a diabolical person when it comes to this radio show. You are? And I am He really is. I <laughs> diabolical genius, even <laughs> once someone said. Um, <laughs> I don't care that people get mad at me. Nobody's mad at you. No, no. I, you, nobody's mad at you. You're going to feel the love on Saturday no, night at the Mandy's. I don't care. No, but you are. You're going to feel the I love. I love being the heel. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared of George. We know. I, I love <laughs> being, like, and I'm we know. <laughs> I love being the heel. Like, I love, somebody at, if everybody here played so freaking nice, yeah. this station would be boring. That's kind of what I was trying to explain to you earlier. Yeah. It's kind of what I was trying to explain to you. Like, you weren't listening to me. But I was trying to explain that to you. Explain what to me? I was trying to explain to you that if you spoke to Ramona and you know Spolstra... Now we're back to this thing again! <laughs> so I was trying to explain it to you. What are you explaining? I'm trying to mansplain to you <sighs> that a difference of opinion and interpretation is what makes the world go round, Jack. Why did you throw in a Jack unnecessarily? Because I don't like the fact that you took over the heel role. I want to be the heel. No, you're Dude, not. I don't want you to I be the man of the people. people. Yeah, Happy, we literally made you the man of the people. Yeah, you were never the heel never. until you started asking for the Taylor Swift suite. No. That made no, you a little You know what unlikable. started the heel turn? The whole thing about the t-shirts. Yep, yep. The Hey King, um, Hey King Gate. That, that, your heel, you, st- you did a minor heel turn. But you don't like being the heel. You're tell you like me. when LeBron went to went left Cleveland. Sorry, Lindsay, to go to Miami, and he tried to be the villain and just didn't work for yeah, him. Yeah, like he did. Like Dwayne Wade loved it. Right? Yeah, like he was into it. But like LeBron didn't. It did, you're, that's you. You're like LeBron for once. Let me. T- for once, I tell you all the time, LeBron and I have a lot in common. But I'll just say this. Yes. That quickly because we have to go to break. The night of the Mandy's this Saturday night. I expect the Hay King controversy to win Beef of the Year. And when I say what I have to say on stage about it, I think it's going to be a shocking development. Excellent. All right. Coming up next, the biggest questions for this Lakers offseason. 
You ready for those? Yes, and I'm going to go moisturize my face. Excellent. Dave McMiniman at 515 as well. We'll be back in two minutes.